like a moment from a horror movie. You have been hanging out in the wrong clubs, Mr. Wayne. I've seen this movie. Smoke and mirrors, guys. Welcome to the movie factory. Join the club. We've got jackets. And you stole it from a movie. We want you in our club, kid. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Burke Reviews Movie Club. I'm John Burke, and with me, as always, Corey Starr. And we are here this week, week number two of August 2021, and the theme of Stream With Me, uh, as this week Corey picked Vicious Fun, a Shudder original, I believe, um, that we watched, and we will be giving our full review in just a little while. But before we get to that, we like to catch up with how things have been since the last time we recorded and what else we've been watching. So, Corey, how you doing? I'm fine. I'm glad it's Friday. I have a three-day weekend. Oh, why? Uh, wow. Um, I just meant, like, it's not like a holiday, so it's like no. you chose to have it? Yeah, I took Monday off because I have to do adult things, like get an eye exam uh-huh. and take my car for maintenance. Nothing exciting, but, you know, necessary. Yeah, I am. I am in Florida. Listeners may know that if you've listened for a while, but... Um, you know, uh, our local, one of our local Walmarts, um, closed at two o'clock PM today because, uh, they had so many COVID cases <gasps> with their staff that they are, uh, they're staying closed till Sunday, apparently, um, to deep clean the store. And they, they are either all Walmart or this Walmart is offering like bonuses if their employees will get vaccinated. Um, because of this influx and uh and yeah um schools are still open um no mask mandates because our governor said that's not okay so you know it's weird world when the uh the the company that requires being open to survive closes because of the number of covid cases but you know it, it is what it is we're in florida we're just doing things um but first week of school uh, was really great, actually. My, my nice. students have been awesome. And, um, you know, uh, they are excited to be back, which is great. And I do do very much hope uh, that we are able to stay in the classroom. Um, it, it is definitely a better environment than a hybrid. And especially if, if a person's not planned on being online i don't think online school is for everybody i do think online school is very functional if the individuals taking it are ready for it and uh are dedicated to doing it but in other cases it is is not good or helpful or beneficial and depending on the subject matter i think some subjects lend themselves to online more than others but but yeah it's a and oh we have a tropical storm on the way too so you know I mean, would it be Florida otherwise? No. Well, this one, it looks like it's going to go west, and we may not get much of it at all. But there's another one right behind it, apparently. So who knows? You know, it's just, it's just stuff. It's just stuff. Um. Yeah, and uh. Yeah, that's the gist of it. Nothing, nothing too big. Um, I've watched a few movies, uh, this week and some stuff like that. What have you been watching, Corey? Um, so I had to go into the office this week, so I've been a zombie uh-huh. all week. I just don't know how I used to 
do this <laughs> all the time. Um, but so I've just been a zombie. So I've just been watching The Office. Wow, that's that's <laughs> it. And just trying to do the very little that I absolutely have to do around my house. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> to not, yeah. you know. Um. So. Uh, last Friday was my birthday. Oh, well, last Saturday, sorry, was my birthday. And um, my wife got with some of my friends and had them kind of like organize uh, a day of playing magic and watching a movie together um, in our in my house. Uh, and my friends brought over a bunch of green food um, or green theme food, which I didn't understand right away. But we watched Troll 2 for the first time, which is considered one of the, uh, the worst movies ever made. Oh, um, no. And, uh, but so bad that it's fun because it's so bad. Like it's ridiculously, especially if you're with friends who are making jokes and having a good time. Um, but they, uh, whenever they eat food in the movie, um, they don't seem to notice, but there's like this green junk and that's what makes them appealing to the goblins. Uh, there's no trolls in troll two. There's goblins. It's part of the humor of how bad this movie is. Um, and so that was why they brought all the green food and it was, it was a really, really fun birthday. Um, we, we hung out, played a lot of cards, ate some, uh, some bad food. I allowed myself bad food that day. Um, so it was not too bad really, but like a couple pieces of cake, some pizza, um, but been back to normal the rest since, since that day. But, uh, it was a very good birthday cake. We went to the old, you know, the grocery store. That's a big chain down here. Got (sighs) one of their cakes. So um, jelly. Mm, it was it was real good too. I gotta admit, and uh, but yeah. Um, also, weird thing, we we got Lay's like potato chips. Guess what flavor Lay's? Hold on. They make really weird potato chip flavors now. I know this because mm-hmm. someone that I follow from a band is like really into potato chips, and people send him potato chips from all over the world. Interesting. Um, huh. Uh, hot dog flavored. That would I actually think those exist, and I don't know those might be okay. This was Lay's potato chips, Cool Ranch Dorito flavored. No, 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 because half of that experience is the texture, my friends. Yeah, so it, it was like I'm like, so we have chip chip flavored chips now. Is what we're doing. Um, so they, to be fair, they taste like Cool Ranch Doritos. I like Cool Ranch Doritos. They're fine. But the, it is weird because it's like, why don't you just get Cool Ranch Doritos then if you want Dorito flavors? But I guess you don't like corn, and so you want potato. I don't know. Well, maybe, maybe it is a diet issue. Maybe, maybe. I but don't know. It's it's they taste fine. They're good. But um, but so that was the the movie on Saturday, and then um, uh, I went and saw Suicide Squad um in the theater. I decided I was gonna watch it at home on HBO Max, and uh, I've been. Um, talking to one of my cousins and we, we decided to meet up and go see the movie. And we've now seen two movies together um, after not seeing him for many years, but it's been great getting to catch up with him. And um, we saw suicide squad. Corey, I love the suicide squad so much. I'm a, I've been a big James Gunn fan for a little while. This movie is so good. I'm so happy to get a really great fun DC movie. And it's, it's just everything I could have wanted from a suicide squad movie. Um, I've been wanting to watch this movie called The Paper Tigers for a while. Uh, Big Tuna told me about it, um, and I, I'd been meaning to get it, and I hadn't got it. And it dropped on Netflix on Wednesday, so I watched it, and it's it's pretty great. I had a really good time watching it. Um, 
I had bought Pig, the Nicolas Cage uh, starring movie with Alex Wolf on Vudu um, because Vudu and Fandango now have merged and they gave me a 30% off coupon. So it was like $14 to buy it, but with 30%, it was 10 bucks. I was like, you know what? That seems like a good deal. If I was going to drive all the way to Orlando and pay 10 bucks to see it anyways, I might as well just buy it. Um, realized it was only 90 minutes and I was super excited because I had, I had that time to watch it, checked it out. Pig is real good, everybody. Like, I know I'm not the first one to say it, but man, um, you you almost forget Nick Cage is like a really capable actor um, and he can do like a nuanced performance because I really thought his performance in this was fantastic. And uh, I feel like because of that, Alex Wolf is getting overshadowed, um, but he is so consistently good and he has such a diverse set of movies. Like, I mean, between his performance in Hereditary, he's also in Old right now and he's uh, like, I almost wasn't sure it was him for the first few minutes of Pig. I'm like, is that Alex Wolf? And then sure enough, it is. And I'm just uh, real impressed with that guy. Um, were you about to say something? Um, I'm not that familiar with him, so I had to look up who it was. And he's great and Pig. Yeah, and he's in a bunch of stuff. Um, so I've probably maybe seen... Oh, yeah, Hereditary. I've seen Hereditary. I'm looking through here. I haven't seen Old yet, y'all. And I'm afraid it's going to leave the theater before I can see it. I liked it. Not, I didn't love it, but I liked it. A lot of people hate it. Yeah. Um, and then last night, uh, we went. I uh, went with my cousin, and uh, Big Tuna actually was in town, so he he came with us. Um, and we saw Free Guy, the new Ryan Reynolds movie. Um, I I'm a Ryan Reynolds fan. Like I've liked him honestly. Everybody, I've liked him since Van Wilder. I saw Van Wilder when I was in. I don't remember high school or early college. And I really enjoyed that movie. I thought it was really funny. I didn't know who he was at the time. Realized I'd seen him later in i I'd seen him before, but didn't realize that he was on two guys, a girl in a pizza place, which I think I watched a couple of like the first two or three episodes. And I enjoyed when I saw it. I've been a fan always, almost always like Ryan Reynolds, even if the movie he's in isn't great. I was expecting this to be entertaining I love this movie. I, I It hit so many of my buttons. I thought it was much more inventive and intelligent than the trailer sold, but I actually liked that the, the, the trailer does a really good job of selling the premise of the movie without giving a lot away. And I liked that so much because I really didn't know what to expect when I went into free guy and I couldn't, I don't think I could have been happier with it. I had such a great time watching it. And, um, it's right now. I mean, this week, the two new movies I saw, Suicide Squad and Free Guy, are in my top five for the year. I'm pretty sure, like, solidly. Um, I, I just enjoyed both of those so, so much. And um, I'm hoping to get to see Respect this weekend, but I'll have to play that by ear. And um, I don't think I'm going to see Don't Breathe 2. Why not? It looks like such a great movie. Yeah, well, Corey and I both did not like the first one, and that we are in the minority there as far as uh, people who talk about movies a lot. Come at me, please. And <laughs> I, I had a lot of reasons to not like it. I didn't. I found the characters to not be empathetic at all, and I had just been robbed, so that made those characters even less empathetic. Like someone had broken into my house, and we're following people who break into houses. Not exactly the right setup for me to have any kind of empathy. And from what I'm hearing, the second movie and what the trailer looked like is that they've made the blind man who was really technically the antagonist in the first movie. They've made him the good guy in this movie. And that seems problematic for a lot of reasons, especially if you've seen the first film. Um, 
so uh big tuna went to see it today and it was like yeah i don't think you're gonna like this you should probably just skip it i was already thinking about it feels like the right time to confirm that so there's that but um i also have caught up with uh dave uh, I've, I've watched the season finale today, in fact, and I cannot stress enough how great the show Dave is on FX. It is also then on Hulu. Um, he that is the rapper Lil Dicky. You guys, you got to check it out um, if you haven't seen it. I feel like I, I only know one other person who has watched the show, and I just can't stress enough how brilliant it is. It is really good. It's raunchy. So, like, if you don't like, you know, sexuality type jokes or like, I mean, the guys, the rapper's name is Lil Dicky. That is not a euphemism, essentially. That is, he's referring to his penis. Like, yeah, it's what it is. Um, so it is raunchy, but it's also got a lot of heart. There's a lot of intelligence. Um, there's a lot of stupid comedy, but it's balanced. And uh, I'm going to quote, I was looking through Instagram, David Lindelof, the writer of some amazing stuff, um, was praising Dave and how brilliant it is. So I'm just saying, like someone with a higher pedigree than myself is out here, like, praising the show you if you're sleeping on it check it out um and then i've been watching white lotus on hbo max um there's a lot of people in it that was filmed during covid it's very very funny i don't exactly know where it's going but i'm enjoying kind of the journey uh of watching it i feel like i watched one other show but um the last thing i want to talk about Corey, i don't think i've i don't know if i've talked about this band with you or not because i know you don't really like heavy metal often yeah that's fair to say, right? Like you're not like into like people screaming and stuff so much. Yeah. So there's this band though that I would love for you to check out. Uh, they're called Ice Nine Kills. Oh, I tried. Oh, see that makes me sad. I I love them, um, but particularly because I love what they're they they're doing. Their last album, which came out two years three years ago, is called uh, The Silver Scream. And all of the songs are inspired by a horror movie. And like, if you want to know specifically, you can like look up on Wikipedia. Some are very, very obvious. Like the first song is American Nightmare. It's about Freddy Cougar uh, or Nightmare on Elm Street to be more precise. Second song, I always forget the title of it, but it's about Friday the 13th. And then there's one about Halloween and so on and so forth. Um, love that whole album. Uh, I love the idea of the album even more. And then the song that I love the most though, is for their new album that's dropping in October. And it is the, uh, hip to be scared which is inspired by the um huey lewis and the news song uh, hip to be square and the whole song is about american psycho which is a, if you've never seen is just such a quirky horror movie that i i adore and the song is so good like i just love the song and i also really love the music video um surprisingly kathy liked that song and um because we watched it i had already I've been listening to that song way too much over the last couple of weeks, but I showed my friends on my birthday, the music video and Kathy surprisingly was like, I actually like this. I'm like, really? And it's not completely out of the picture. She, she likes some metal, but she's very, especially recently, she hasn't liked like metal much at all. So I was very like, Oh cool. If they come on tour, let's go. Um, assuming that, you know, we can, and it's not a nightmare, but uh, they just dropped their new single. Um, and it is about uh, child's play. And it's called Assault and Batteries. And the music video is terrifying. Like, to me, it is a really good horror movie in the music video. Like, it, he, the singer is, like, being Chucky. So he's not quite as small as Chucky, but he's smaller than he actually is. Like, I think he's, like, doing the old school, like, knees on your shoes kind of thing. 
um to be like doll size but like they're doing the the damage chucky makeup you know where he's like half of his face is like stitched up and stuff and he looks creepy like i just like their whole thing is just this really cool homage to to cinema and i love that so i'm like all on board uh for those reasons but i I haven't bombarded you with the music videos because i know you're not really into metal but man i just i think they're really cool so i thought i'd give them a shot um and one of my graduates uh he graduated last year had suggested this band to me at some point and I listened to him when he suggested them and I thought it was cool, but I've gone back to them a lot. Uh, th- like the last month and a half, they've been like a, a go-to band for me and I'm very excited to, to hear the new album in October. Um, so thought I'd drop them, drop them line here. If you like movies a lot, especially if you like a lot of horror movies, check out ice nine kills. Um, if you don't mind metal, they are metal. So, you know, but they, he does sing. And I, I think that's worthy of, it's not like he's, it's not death metal or like just the, the growling like i i'm a big fan of lamb of god also and he doesn't really sing he does a lot of talking but he does a lot of like different growls and pitches of of the screaming um ice nine is in does a little bit of everything and i i like that too because i think it gives variety to the song my my preference but and that's what we've been watching and or listening to as it were um let's get into this week's review of vicious fun um, this is a 2020 movie. Uh, I think it's a Shutter original, though it does not say it is a Shutter original on IMDb. So I'm not 100, percent but it also appears to be on Watch AMC Plus. But does AMC Plus include um, Shutter? Um, I thought that Shutter is an AMC channel. Like, okay, so that might be why IMDb says that. But um, the synopsis says Joel, a caustic 1980s film critic for a national horror magazine, finds himself unwittingly trapped in a self-help group for serial killers. With no other choice, Joel attempts to blend in or risk becoming the next victim. Uh, directed by Cody Callahan, written by Cody and James Villeneuve. I don't know if he's related to Denis. Um, stars Evan Marsh, Amber Goldfarb, Ari Millen, and I'm going to read a couple more names saying I'm scrolling down. Um, Julian Richings, Robert Mallet, uh, Sean Bayek, and uh, the most famous person in this movie is David Keckner, um, who's tons. He's in tons and tons of movies. It's Keckner. Um, I, I, I'm. He's done Douglas movies and stuff, so he's he's a actor I'm very familiar with. Uh, he's also been in like he's an Anchorman. Noah M.S. Packard. Oh, oh, and from Office. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. I thought you corrected me on how I said Keckner, and now I realize that you said something completely different. No, in about Packard. Sorry, guys. <laughs> so this was Corey's pick, um, second movie for uh, stream with me. Um, what drew you to this? What did you think of it? Go for it. Um, so I just like to check in with my Shutter account sometimes, and they were like, uh, I follow. Oh, I know his name, but I can't remember what he does for Shudder, but he's pretty important, you know, um, he's a really cool guy, Chris Craig Engler on a Shudder, on a Twitter, sorry, and he was like advertising it and, you know, a lot of people probably, you know, critics, uh, like were tweeting about it and I think he was like reposting or something. Um, anyways, I think I saw it from him, so. I decided to like watch the trailer and 
It just looks fun. I don't know how most people feel about it, but I enjoy horror comedy. Um, mm, me too. I just, I know it's not for some people because I remember walking out of Drag Me to Hell and I just loved it. And the person in front of me was like, oh, my God, why are they trying to make that funny? And I'm like, guys, it's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. But, um, yeah, I just, you know, looking for new horror movies, I figured what would it hurt? Not a good, you know, you know, thought process to have towards horror, but it's fine. So what did you think of this one? I enjoyed it. I thought that it was vicious fun. <laughs> I don't think that it's life-changing, guys, but I think that if you're just going into it to have a good time watching a movie, it's going to definitely hit that. I, I really enjoyed this as well. Um, I, 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 I wouldn't say it's life-changing, but I, I was quick to, like, I, uh, the student who recommended Ice Nine Kills is a big fan of horror and apparently didn't even know about Shudder. Um, so I was like, oh, you need to get Shudder because you love horror movies. Um, but then also I was like, if you do th- I really like this movie. I thought it was a lot of fun. And I also, I'm a big fan of horror comedy. And, and honestly, lately I've been really, really into horror comedy, which is why I keep telling you, you got to watch freaky Corey. I think you will really like that movie. In fact, you should have watched it today because it's Friday the 13th and it's really should have been called freaky Friday the 13th. More reason to check it out. But, um, which by the way, we're recording this on Friday the 13th. So good call on vicious fun. I think, um, <laughs> I like so much about this. Uh, I, I got to say the thing that I was most nervous about when the movie began is the lead performance from um, Evan Marsh. Uh, he's, he felt kind of new, like very fresh, maybe even green um, as a description. Like I was like, Oh, I don't know if he's got like the, the ability to carry a film, but by the end I, I was, I, I liked him. I thought he did a good job. Um, he isn't Shazam, but I don't, I think he's one of the, I don't know who Burke Breyer is right now, but you know, um, and he's, he's been acting for a while, so he's not like a new guy. Um, well, 2014, so long enough though, more than me. Um, but I, I think he, uh, he steps up pretty good. And by the end, I really felt like I liked him a lot. Um, I think the movie starts really cool yes. too. Yes. And it kind of flips the script on what what to expect because I totally thought something else was going to happen in that first opening sequence, um, and it's a it's it's a funny premise and I, I think you get uh, Keckner who's notoriously kind of got a dark sense of humor even in stuff like The Office like Packard's awful he's terrible but yeah he, but he's you know he's able to kind of carry this awfulness in this like odd professional way and I think he he kind of brings that to the table here. Um, some of the kills are very inventive and, uh, the overall story's fun. And honestly, at one point I was like concerned cause I felt like we were at like, I'm like, is the movie going to stay in this situation for like 45 more minutes? And it pivots in a, in an interesting way I thought as well. Um, so I thought it did a good job of kind of moving along and keeping things. I was, I'm a little surprised now I had not looked before, but it only has a 51 meta score. Um, and granted it's horror and it, it's a little cheesy. So I can see like critics maybe just not vibing with it. But for me, this is the type of thing that I like to throw on because I find the whole thing, uh, like an enjoyable little ride, you know, it's, it's not too long. Um, it's I'm laughing. I'm also like, 
you know, I'm concerned for the people involved. Uh, there's some good action and or kill stuff built into the premise that I, I just think works. And uh, yeah, if you have Shudder, I definitely think this is worth checking out. Um, I think it's got a higher rating on Shudder itself. Like if I, I felt like it had like four or five stars on the, or I guess it's four or five skulls on the, uh, the shutter rating system. But, um, but yeah, I liked it and, uh, would definitely recommend again, if you like horror and if you like comedy, I think it works really pretty well. Agreed. All right. Well, with that, let's uh, get into spoilers and see if there's anything we want to talk about more specifically. Guys, from here on out, we are going to talk about this movie in great detail. You have been warned. So, um, the opening sequence where we, we see this guy, like, folding up, all, like, the, <laughs> the knife and the coat. And I'm like, oh, man. And then he goes to leave and sees the girl, like, in the payphone. And he stops to pick her up. And you're like, oh, man, he's going to kill this girl. And she gets in and she's kind of unsuspecting. And then all of a sudden she whips out a switchblade and well, kills him. He does lock her in the car. And... I, True. Like I really liked that as well. I thought that was a good way to kind of like set the tone of the movie. Yeah, and it subverts expectations um, a lot, but it also introduces her in an interesting way because really, like Evan's the main guy, but she is as important to like, are you in on this movie or not? And her name is Amber Goldfarb is the actress. The character Carrie. name is Carrie. Um, she's definitely, I think, my favorite part of the movie. And she's I gotta give it. She is, and Ari Millen, um, being, uh, the the serial killer Bob, um, I I really liked his performance. It's so, it's so unnerving because he is such like, eighties cool guy kind of thing, and then um, when you find out how psychopathic he is, you're like, oh, okay, wow, he's such a chameleon. Like, mm-hmm. I felt like that was a very I actually. I liked um, Fritz, too, Julian Richings. I thought he was really creepy. Um, oh, yeah. I kind of love the idea of Mike, that he's a serial killer, too, and all these other people that he's surrounded by, they're all careful and trying to not be caught, and he's kind of just like a bull in a china shop. He just, you know, goes for it, what we're hearing about from his kills. And also, we see him kind of just like, you know lose control and that's obviously not anywhere on his mind i um hideo isn't even you know in it that long but i just like the difference of characters in it you know i i i really enjoyed the uh the 12 step type like (laughs) sitting in the circle talking and like them describing their kills and um they're kind of arguing about the difference and um it's even, even David Koechner's character, which is interesting because the other ones are more traditional, like horror movie serial killers. Right. And then he is, he works for the government and is like military death squad training guy. So it's like to put in that type of character with these like over the top serial killer type characters is clear commentary, right? Like this guy's as big of a monster as the, jason slash mike myers sorority slasher guy or the um torture clown guy or the cannibal chef you know like the i guess like a hannibal almost kind of character where he's like refined and well well versed um and then bob the the sociopath serial killer dexter-esque kind of thing you know like you have all these guys 
and then that guy. It kind of reminds me, actually, of what's his name from um, American Psycho. When he, yes, you know, Patrick Bateman. Yes. Um, yeah, I, th- I thought he was a really good character because. Because he's just coming off a date with uh, what's his name's girlfriend, uh, roommate, Joel's roommate, roommate. Sorry, yeah. his want to be. He wants her to be girlfriend. Um, and she survived, man. Yes, but because that was only the first date, the, we, we learn his the, M.O. is like by the third, I think, is his plan. Okay, yeah. perfect. Um, Alex Steele plays her. Uh, Sarah is the act, uh, the character's name. Um, I've only seen her in this. Uh, the name sounds familiar, but I guess not. I love that it like the whole, you know, that Joel's a uh, horror movie critic and he. Um, is interviewing this director who obviously seems to not really care about making a good movie anymore is what it seems like, but he's being such a jerk. And I'm like, how can this like be the main character of the movie? You know what I mean? Cause, but I feel like he it becomes likable. He is redeemable. He's, you know, cause he's such Evan, a jerk. Yeah. I'm like, how do you expect to talk to people this way and expect to ever get to come back for interviews or. Yeah. Well, it's one of those things where he's he's kind of being portrayed as like the ultimate fanboy who thinks he knows bet more than the director or the creatives right. that he admires at the same time, and it, it's a bit over the top. Um, and even that scene feels a little, a little too staged, a little too scripted. Um, and that was what kind of set me off. I'm like, oh no, I don't know if this is gonna work. He's he's too much of a caricature at that point. You know, he's he's being this obnoxious critic and even the director is being like this you know like it's not art it's just a movie kind of vibe like you know he's like downplaying what he does and um i don't i didn't love that scene i didn't dislike it either but i'm also i was just like oh no is this going to be the whole movie and then like you said he kind of tones down it's like he needs to loosen up a little bit he's a little too uptight he's a little too up his own ass about it and uh by the end yeah, like it's in fact the very end. I almost didn't recognize him when he goes to the uh, the movie theater to like you know to be the distraction to get the the killer that's there. Um, he's like way more chill. Like he's so chill at the end of the the movie. I'm like, oh well, see this guy I like. You know, and, and it's Carrie's influence. You know, Carrie's kind of made him relax a little bit. And of course, I, I love Carrie's whole thing that she's like a serial killer. She's Dexter. She's just killing serial the serial killer. Killer. Yeah. Yeah. And it, what is that group she's a part of? I don't remember. I'm sitting here trying, like, did they say or did they just allude just like, to it? Yeah. Um, yeah. And that she's trying to find Midnight. Bill watched some of this with me. I don't think he saw all of it, but um, he was like, they're just going to do some stupid twist and ruin the whole movie. And then they didn't. Yeah. I kept waiting for her to be like, evil or like have it like because she was clearly motivated by something and I, so i can't did they did she say like did her friend get killed or something like because i kept waiting for that killed that was close to her i thought i thought it was her dad or something but i can't remember to be honest yeah it, so either it's just like said really like flippantly and then it just moves on or it's just kind of forgettable which and that's the thing. I don't think the movie's life-changing i think it's very enjoyable i think it's easy to throw on and in, and enjoy it in the moment like if if I were just like Shutter has like the Shutter TV where they oh, just I play love that. 
um, if that were on, I would totally just leave it on probably because I think it's I think it's very very watchable. I watched Mayhem a second time because of that. See, I've been wanting to because of Samara Weaving, and I've become a really big Samara Weaving fan. And I for I didn't remember that she was in that. Um, I like I ba- I barely remember that movie. I didn't I didn't get really into that one. Um, and it came out like right after or right at the same time as the Belko experiment, and I didn't love that one either. And I'm just like. You guys are like dancing around a cool idea and you're just not getting there. Um but yeah. Uh Vicious Fun, I think is you know, it's not just a clever name. You got anything else uh you want to add to this cuz if not, I think I think this is going to be a short episode, but that's that's okay, I think. Yeah, I can't think of anything else. I think it's fun and if you like horror movies, especially guys October will be here before you know it. Yeah, and that's I think the the real synopsis here is that it's very watchable, it's very enjoyable, but it's a little on the forgettable side. There's nothing like, oh man, do you remember that one time? It's like, no, nah, it's fine. Like everything's fine. Uh, there is. Oh, I guess it's worth noting. I have an eye thing. I don't like <laughs> eye stuff. Yeah, and the eye stuff in this is pretty brutal. A couple of times, there's a couple oh. of moments where I'm just like, oh, okay, too yeah. too much eye stuff. Um, but I think they do a good job with it, to be honest. Like, it's it's disturbing, but I don't like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, like, impressive, Ooh, guys. Yeah, something coming in through the ear. Was it a pencil at one point, too? I think that the gore so. is pretty good in this. I mean, there's one yes. scene with, like, uh, I think a Tadeo chopped off someone's arm. And that, you know, looks a little, you know. But I think the rest of the gore is pretty good yeah i i didn't f- i don't remember anything that was like oh that looks stupid um the eyeball did freak me out uh, oh, a bit um the only the only other movie whose like use of an eyeball has really hit like levels of i will never be okay again kind of thing was uh neon demon oh i haven't seen that oh oh Corey, there's an eyeball thing in that <laughs> i don't know if i will no- ever see it now <laughs> nauseous for like two days oh. i was so disgusted um there's a lot of stuff messed up with neon demon but the eyeball thing is the thing that has haunted me since i saw it um anywho that's our review of vicious fun folks sorry for a shorter episode but sometimes there's just not a lot to say there's you know it is what it is um hopefully next week's uh review of moxie the Amy Poehler directed film. And I think she's the mom or something in it. I've been meaning to get to it for a while. Mom. I actually listened to Amy Poehler's audiobook earlier this <gasps> year. Um, and I've been wanting to, uh, to watch this partly because I'm, I was already a fan, but her audiobook's very, very good. Does she read it? And I, she does. Oh, and in yes. fact, she adds a few things to it. Um, cause she has like guests on, uh, like, cause she Wendy. talks about her friends. So like she, you get bonus content, I guess you could say that's like not in the book because she actually like recruits people to record voices on it Um, or not voices, but like have conversations additional to what like she's like, if she's talking about her relationship with a famous person, they might show up and talk for a few minutes kind of thing. So it's kind of cool. Like uh, Seth Meyers, for example, is on it a couple of times and um, it's like additional content to her, like talking about their relationship in the book. So, Oh, cool. Yeah, totally recommend that. And uh, I, I checked that out for free from the public library. So if oh, you nice. have like Hoopla or uh, um, there's another service that's very similar where you can check out audiobooks. Uh, it was on there free uh, for me not long ago. It was this year. I don't remember what month, but it was earlier this year. 
that's it, folks. We will be back next week with our review of Moxie. We'd love to hear from you. You can reach out to us on social media. I am at Burke Reviews and Corey. At Corey. Corey, our star. Two hours on the end. And uh, if you like the podcast, please take a moment and rate and review us on whatever podcast provider that you listen to us on. It will help other listeners find us. Um, in the meantime, we say keep watching movies. Hey, this is Matt from What I Watch Tonight. Come join me in the back row for movie discussion, retrospective episodes with guests, director-focused shows, end-of-year rankings, start-of-the-year predictions, and much, much more. There's more going on in the back row than you might think. This has been a Burke Reviews podcast. BurkeReviews.com. <laughs>